you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. When people ask you what happened here, tell them the North remembers. Tell them winter came. For house fray. David, football, football, David. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Available on iTunes and at davedamashek.nfl.com. Now, here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi, and hello, football fans. Welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program. Hope all's well wherever you are. Studio 66 is ready to go. I don't do this. I don't do that. It's not like I do this every couple weeks or even once a month or anything, but I think I am 100% with my calls. I'm going to do it right now. This is a guaranteed home run of a show. I, I, I know it's going to be good because two guys in the league – who I like very much. I've met Melvin Gordon once before, and the 15 minutes I spent with him were divine enough that I know that his uh, his visit to Studio 66 is going to be great. The other guy, I've not met him face-to-face until just about uh, five minutes five ago. Five minutes ago. But he did send in some videos that you may have seen on the Dave Damashek football program over the last couple of months asking some interesting questions uh, for the brains of Ike Taylor, Maurice Jones-Drew, and the woman seated to my immediate left, Cynthia Freeland. I have not one but two. Boston College Eagles seated that? to my hey. left. Like, Melvin Gordon Doesn't happen a lot of football. Does not happen. Before we jump in on everything else, I must promote something. On Thursday night, uh, July 20th, the Eternal Red Zone returns to NFL Network, 10 p.m. Eastern. Again, NFL Network. It is eternal. This is the, you know, everybody knows Red Zone. We do Eternal Red Zone, and we show you old games as though they're brand new, the original broadcast. This one, a Beast Mode exclusive. All Marshawn Lynch, the greatest plays. I can tell you, I know for a fact that it's grand because I've already watched all the plays. Man, this guy belongs in the Hall of Fame. You you think of one or Wait two or three Wait a minute, you first need to retire. 
Well, <laughs> but I think future. when you watch these future. runs, you think, was he? did he have like, ah, oh, he had the more. beast mode run and There's whatever. Be more. But, oh, he had so many dynamite runs. You're going to be blown away by this. Anyway, Thursday, July 20th, NFL Network, 10 p.m. Eastern. Set the DVRs now so you don't miss it. If you do, though, it re-airs on Saturday the 22nd at 1 p.m. and Sunday on the 23rd. So lots of opportunities to catch that. And in the meantime, you just heard some Game of Thrones right at the top there. Arya Stark right out of the gate. They didn't even show the season. They didn't even show the the theme song open. And she already had laid waste to like 30 guys or whatever. That's how you do it. I well, say, yeah, right get in, gate. get in nice and early there. You hear his voice. Let's say hello to him now. Washington Redskin, and in fact, how many NFL teams have you played with? Will Blackman, all of them, <laughs> pretty much, pretty much, right? Yeah, four. Uh, yeah, exciting to be around because you can get, you can give you know us what? a sense of the 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 similarities and the differences from uh, from one organization yeah, to the been, next. We were all over the map, anywhere from. Green Bay to Jacksonville to Seattle to New York. What's harder to be playing, to be residing, practicing, everything else, where it's warm, and then have to go to the cold, or vice versa? Warm to the cold. That's I. It seems like most well, guys wait a minute. say that. Where are you originally from? I'm from Rhode Island, but I live in California. All right, I so got yeah. out of there. He was from Rhode Island. He came from the cold. I think he just appreciates the warm. Go back to the cold. We don't do that. That's. I mean, I'm from the yeah. cold. I don't like going back there. I, well, I do like visiting it. That's the thing, because I know I'm going to leave. People like seasons, yeah. Yeah, it's like, nice I, to I respect feel the seasons. I respect Meh. the seasons. Seasons are overrated. No, they're not. No, come on. <laughs> come on, Cindy. Such Good a homer travel. now. You've turned into a SoCal homer <laughs> yes. all of a sudden. Yes. I see. All right. Well, we also yeah, – Cynthia is going to synthesize uh, a little football for us here. We also, over the weekend – with uh, a special shout-out to Eddie Spaghetti behind the glass. Yes, for you really did such a good job, Doing all Eddie. the organizing Eddie. for us. We have completed the game of Game of Thrones. No shout-out to draft. Eddie. His team is unfair. Eddie. Game of Game of Thrones game. We are playing Game of Game of Thrones. And who are you? The good Lord said that I must <laughs> bow so low. Lord of Castamere, you guys don't know that song. Whoa, you just broke out the – that's one right before uh, – That's the main song. Yeah, right before, before the, Rob gets it. Rob Stark. Before and, anyone and gets good. it. That was good. That's, one you of, should get that's the song, that. before anyone gets it. It's very that, When you hear that, that it's going down. So you've watched the season premiere of Game of Thrones? I did. I hear that you watched it actually about an hour ago. Yeah. Like, uh, almost like a homework to prepare. I didn't, know, I didn't Well, that's me. I was, I'm a last-minute type of person. Yeah, that's so, my way as yeah. well. Yeah, that's under the way. fire, right? And then you get it done. That's right. That's not. A, yeah, I mean, well, I didn't know you wanted it today, so I was like, you know what? I got it. Got when it I, I watched the season finale of Game of Thrones, and finale, finale. <laughs> How am I supposed to say it? Finale, like finale. <laughs> Yes, finale. I don't go Vaz. No. I didn't say I. You're going to the montage. That's why. Finale. So we, so we get two hundred fifty dollar caviar. <laughs> I'm not here to be ganged up on by two BC Eagles. <laughs> Every two weeks. Oh, I was Please. just about to say that. You were no way. Yeah, no, I promise. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and Cindy, you right you were in our you were in the fantasy. That wasn't a fake laugh. Is that what you just definitely said? a fake laugh? But keep going. Don't. I mean, why are you, are you showing <laughs> off for your friend Blackman over here? I'm showing off for everyone, not just as a Will Blackman, not just a black man. No, no, no. Yeah, not spelled correctly. <laughs> 
So we did the fantasy draft. Game of Game of Thrones. Game of Game of Thrones game. But I, I, you need I, to you just learn the Lord of Castamere song. You're right. I should learn that. Um, so we did our draft. We got uh, – Kay Adams and Kyle Brandt from uh, Good Morning Football are in it. Um, the uh, the returning champ, Houndsome Hank, is back. Maurice Thrones Drew. Uh, Cindy, you teamed up with Ike Taylor, a.k.a. Imp Taylor, um, in this one. And then Chris Long jumped in at the last minute, which was great. Chris Long and full of tears. And, uh, and last week we signed on Chris Harris Jr., as my team, he shall be known going forward in this league as uh, White Walk Jayhawk. Um, go ahead. And you have Colleen and her husband. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting to them. Okay. I'm just talking. I'm running through everybody in the yeah. league here. Got it. There's Co- and then uh, and then Eddard Spaghetti is uh, is paired up with uh, with Melvin of Gordon's Melvin or Melvin of Dragons Gordon. He's in the league. And then uh, then Sully has a, a team too. I don't know how Sully snuck into the league. The Unsully is the team, and all he's been doing is shooting his mouth off on social media since the draft. Um, we've been tweeting that out there. You can uh, look at Damashek and see how our teams shook out there. Let's talk a little football before we jump into to Thrones talk, and we'll talk, uh, like I say, to Melvin Gordon. He joined the league last week. And Blackman, belatedly, we put you with Patrick Claibon. Now you're in the league. Are you happy with that? You know what? I don't complain. Okay, you got. We'll go over your team, <laughs> who's on it, everything else. But I, like need, I, I need more heat. We got Dario, but I know Dario was left behind but by. He's too, uh, he's too emotional. Wait, why is it not even there anymore? He's, he's, he's off on. Uh, he's off on whatever. I here's the thing. Just before we do any Thrones talk, that you should know, Blackman and Cindy and everybody else. I even though I've seen every episode at least twice, some three, four times. I have no idea what's happening. I don't know anybody's <laughs> name or how they're connected. It's hard, yeah. I have no idea what gives with any of it. Who now? Why is he talking to this guy? What's what are their thing? Well, I don't know. Why why is he interested in what happens with that? I don't know. I found this really good Business Insider article that gave me each of the important characters amount of minutes of screen time last season. So that was very informative, and I mapped that to their contracts for the actual actors. So that one helped me too. Whoa! Uh, I know. All about the numbers. It's all about uh-huh. the numbers, right? That's right. I had to nerd it up a little bit. You know, oh, you, you synthesized Game of Thrones. Synthesized I mean, Game of Thrones. I didn't have any other way to do it because I, too, have no idea. Once you get past the first the first round, maybe the beginning of the second round, we were, you know, with the snake draft, I picked second, and then I had to wait all the way till second to last. The second I round. give you credit, Cindy, because you really oversaw it. Imp Taylor has no idea what's going on. There. He he doesn't even watch it. I wa- that's He's a mouthpiece. He right. knows exactly. Like, nobody talks game better than Ike Taylor. I know, but he has no idea what is doesn't actually matter. happening. It doesn't Where even matter. You, your, your award for the draft was that you were the quickest drafter. Like, as soon as it Correct. was your turn, you went. Some people, we did it on group text message, and it took three days to complete this because <laughs> Colleen Wolf and, uh, and, and Gonzo were in Italy, Handsome Hanks in the U.K., Chris Long was in Manhattan, and so on. So, P, there was a long uh, delay sometimes. You, every time, like, you picked within 20 this seconds. This is the first year of the draft? Yes. Well, no, 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 I'm sorry. We did it last year as well. So, last year, it went down last year then. It had to. Yeah, but this this time, uh, I give Chris Long the award for, uh, for best commentary. 
That's what. Yeah, the, definitely. That's what I would definitely. say. Definitely. Um, in the meantime, let's talk about this though. Let's talk pro football since it's about to commence for you, Blackman, and for your Washington Redskins teammates. You head off to Virginia next week. Yep. Huh? Humidity. Got to be hot there. It's a huh? hundred degrees, ninety percent humidity, which means that like a sauna. I'll probably start the season about one hundred fifty pounds. Ugh. <laughs> that's just the worst. <laughs> Just terrible. It's, it's all good though. It's football. You have to have a roommate. <laughs> oh my god! No, no way. Some teams do. Not, the not, Packers no. do. I told rookies. I told Paul right? Kelly, our uh, director of football operations, I said, "Listen, I'm 32. I'm married. I got two kids. No roommate. Don't do it." I would never. That would be a reason I wouldn't sign. With I'll go to another because of, <laughs> because of that's, that. That's right. That's yeah, exactly no right. No roommate. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about a serious football matter, semi-serious. Kirk Cousins in the contract. People are buzzing. That's about not it, semi-serious. Right? That's serious. Go ahead. I know it's an important thing, and I, you know, for what it's worth, I, I, I don't know the guy at all. I've met him a couple of times. He seems unusually kind and considerate, and uh, it's genuine. Yeah, it seems that it yeah. doesn't seem like a bit for him. Like he, right. it seems like that's the guy he is. I asked him, in fact. Why are you so encouraging when he's mic'd up as opposed to some other big-time quarterbacks who yell it and berate their teammates? Like who? Well, Peyton's done it. Marino, I've seen do it. Brady, I've seen shout down some teammates. This guy, Kirk Cousins, he compliments. You're the best in the business. <laughs> I said, why do you do that? He said, because I'm not good enough to get away with uh, with, with them doing anything best, less than their very best. That's the only way I can succeed, which I thought was a, an interesting perspective and lack of ego for a big-time athlete like that. Let me say this to you, though. And I just want to hear what you think about this. Kirk Cousins is very good. He's a, he's in the top half of NFL quarterbacks. We agree about that, right? Way higher than that? I'm listening. All he- I'm all headphones right now. Half means 16, right? Half means yeah. 16. Right. So he can be six. You're saying he's 16? No, I'm saying he's in the upper half. Okay, right? keep so going. Tom Brady. Got it. Keep, keep going. going. I didn't say well, he's behind Tom Brady. He's ahead <laughs> of Blake Bortles. How about that? Wow. <laughs> okay. I think he's better. Okay. He's, he's better like- than Andy Dalton. Right? We I, agree I, with that. I haven't, Here's uh, the point. Here's the thing. Kirk Cousins, and this to me is the conundrum for NFL teams who don't have one of those five or six QBs who we've seen win Super Bowls still in the league right now. NFL QBs. How many Super Bowls can Kirk Cousins win in the right situation? You, you there's know? quite a few other players that are on the team as well. Don't don't be coy with me. It matters. You know what? They call it the most important position in yeah, sports how many for can, a reason. How many can you win is to be determined. I feel like right now – the NFC East probably top to bottom is the toughest division. I think so right now. I kind of think that. that. I kind of think I'm glad that. He thinks that. I think the NFC South is going to be really tough this year. I think the AFC South is rugged. The West of the AFC also very tough this season. No, you're staying with the NFC. I'm with the NFC East. But do you see my point? That's the conundrum. He's gonna make like, but, it, but once again, like like Cynthia said, it's a full T thing. So we had we have to have a lot of things go right in order for that to happen. That's right. Yeah, you know the Flacco is Flacco snuck through the cracks. He's good too. He's top half quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. When you he won, when he won though, he had a really good team. He did, and he got the hot hand, and everything had to break just right. so for them to win. Right. There are guys who are capable of winning multiple Super Bowls. Is Kirk Cousins one of those guys? I believe he is capable. Like I said, once again, once the team comes together. Cindy? I think that if you look at what his contribution is, and you were – so to me that question means like if I were to like drop him on another team. That's right. Right? Yes. I think he's probably 10, 12. 
I don't think he's top two. I don't think he's in there. But I think he, with the the right supporting cast, if you get if you secure that run game and you get a little help from the run game, that would be a big step up. Which will him. happen with Rob Kelly, I, I, Rob. If I feel like if Kirk can continue to throw for four thousand every year, and then our run game, you know, will improve. I say Rob does run four thousand, but our defense once we sure that up, I mean, right. So consistent so, competitor. He he makes his team better. Remember we did that that study with the with the wide receivers and the quarterbacks, and one of the people who really surprised me was how much better Kirk Cousins made his wide. As long as I'm still there too. That's right. You know we have a, great a key day. to take. <laughs> and yeah, you're a special team star. And it occurred to me: Does it bother you when everybody knows football? Everybody knows offense, defense, uh, special teams. Everybody talks. Every coach talks about all three phases. Men, <laughs> all three phases are important. But does it make you feel like the special teams, you have to have a little chip on your shoulder, right? Like, is it weird to be called special when you know that it's probably not as important as not? It's not that it's Whoa. not, as, not. It's not that it's not as important. The point is, it feels patronizing to me. No, we think you're special, too. We think you're special. Offense doesn't need to be called special. A to special be, offense. You know? Right. Okay, so. You feel that way? Uh, but whoever made it up, you got to argue with them. I don't I'm know. I'm just asking you how it hits your ear. I don't. It saved my career. I was a really good punt returner for a long time, and that for about six years. Yeah, you were. That kept me in the league, and then also, then I finally got a chance of defense, and I'm still returning punts at 32 years old. You hear that? It's it. Listen, let them know. Maybe you should give a who's book your on favorite a diet. Who's a diet book? A diet book? Yeah, that's what Tom Brady did, and that's kind of like everyone's interested in his diet. You're still he playing. gets sleep. He said, "Go to bed." <laughs> I'm just saying, diet book. Who's the best kick returner of your era besides oh. you? Oh, Hester. Hester, and he deserves a Hall of Fame Absolutely. jacket. Absolutely, he's the best to ever do it. Absolutely, I kind of agree with you. I yep, guess. yeah, <laughs> that's hard. That's a that's a short conversation. Next question here, Blackman. You've been around the call me Will for the Packers, oh Giants, Seahawks, Jaguars. Do we say skins. Will? Will? Yes. Oh, Will, Will Blackman. Will Blackman. Yeah. Why you don't like me calling you by your surname? No, I don't. Isn't that what it's going to be like in training camp? No. Blackman, what the hell are you doing over there? Oh. Will. Will. Really? That's good. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> Interesting to know. I don't think he's ever called me by my first name. Ever. Well, go ahead. He calls me Cindy. Look who so. just joined no, us. No, it doesn't gonna work. It's the Hall of Famer, Michael Fabiano. You can listen in on this. I like Fabs, though. What's up? Packers, Giants, Seahawks, Jags. Mm-hmm. And Skins. Yep. Best uniform of the group. Oh, Seattle. The current ones? Yeah. The all blues? Yeah. I, I, yeah. No, nah, that's incorrect. Give them the buzzer, please. The correct answer is uh, the Redskins. When you wear the gold pants, those are nice, right? You don't love that? The gold pants with the with the with the burgundy jersey. I like I like the gold pants. Shout out to George Allen. Yeah. Keep going. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> what city that you've played in has the best food? The best food. Oh man, you know there's a place in Jacksonville called Taco Lou's. And there's a 45 minute wait there, all the time hmm. for some tacos. That place is legit. Okay. Yeah. What is the worst food? The worst food. <sighs> what are you pointing That's at? My Green guess. Bay. Well, That's my Green guess. Bay? Uh, that was just my guess. I love, just my I guess. love Crow's Burgers. Actually, no. There is a place in Green Bay called Hinterland, and actually, and believe it or not, that food is unreal. And what? there's a sushi place called Coco's. In Green Bay, sushi, yes. Yeah, I don't think I'd eat sushi in the middle. Why? I don't eat it in East Lansing, it Michigan, comes where right, I'm from. It, com- 
they ship it. They import the, the fish, eh, dude. Eh. Have you ever heard oh of a team? Gosh. What what gives all of a sudden in 2017 with these teams firing their GMs in summertime? Dave Gettleman shown the yeah, door. That might on be the Monday best morning. GM job that has come open to. Well, I mean, he he really has few peers over the last half decade or so. Look at what he's done. I mean, I know he inherited a lot of those pieces, but on the other hand, uh, that was a scuttling organization, and then they wind up in the Super Bowl. They really. Obviously, they'll go 15 and one. Couldn't do much better than what they did there. I, it's weird. And it does seem like you have a model or you have several models of being consistent in the front office on down with GM and coach. When you start turning that stuff over all the time, there's very little evidence that that is successful for an organization. How say you will Blackman? Well, it, it depends. I mean, obviously, we had a situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know. State, but, however, before. Uh, Scott came in there. McLuhan, we already those those people are already there. So Bruce is already there. A lot of Scots are already there. So it was not as if you know Scott McLuhan got released and then his whole staff left. So the people were there before he got there. So there was some kind of foundation there before. So there wasn't a huge overhaul and change in our case. I don't know what's going on in Carolina. For the people mm-hmm. I talked to, you and just but it's weird that I, it is weird I can't though. recall it is, it guys really just getting it's knocked off at this point in the it's year. But we don't know what's going on. Yeah, We don't know. In, it seems, in every organization, there's different power structure. Some organizations, the coach has a lot of power. Some organizations, the GM has a lot of power. Some organizations, the executive vice president has. There, It doesn't... The, the I think the executives always have the power. Well, but it's like who chooses the players and who organizes everything like that, right? So it could already be like set. For this year, it's presumably already set. There's no difference. The only disadvantage I can see of firing someone this late in the game is are those scouts going to have the the exact direction that you want for the next draft? Because typically all the scouts kind of realign, you know, in January when they get new jobs. Well, it seems like, I mean, it's all anecdotal online, but it sounds like it's players didn't love him. You know, or like, or they they had we the, don't know they were cross with him. And so, speaking hey, of GMs, Eddie Spaghetti, the GM, yeah, oh yeah, cheating again. All right, Eddard Spaghetti, <laughs> let's talk about <laughs> it. Uh, Blackman uh, or Will Blackman and company, and Fabiano, the Hall of Famer, back for a second season as the lead fantasy analyst of the Game of Game of Thrones league that we have here on the DDFP. Go ahead here, Blackman. I want you to first of all review your Will? roster. Will. Will Blackman. Will Blackfishman. Oh, my gosh. Blackfishman. You see? Grey Worm. Dario. That's, that's all I'm happy for. Other than that. Let's see. I want to go through it. You have uh, Grey Worm. Are we sure that's a great one? Because you get points for the violence. That works out. You figure he's going to put that sword into a couple of people. Now, the sex and nudity. Saw Dario. Well, there's no – yeah, I mean, uh, certainly Grey Worm can't participate <laughs> yeah. in any of that. Asandi. Well, Dario, I mean, he, he's lost his uh, relationship there with Khaleesi, so where's yeah. he getting it from now? Are we never going to see Dario again? Probably. I don't know. He's going to show up somewhere. He's a handsome devil, and he and he lays waste to all – that's what, uh, that's what uh, the Mother of Dragons tells him. She says, how am I going to go mother on from dragons. you after the Mother on of Dragons? Team. He says, I suspect you'll have many lovers going <laughs> forward. Something like that. <laughs> that's what they said. So, But I don't know if that's a good one for you. You have Jack and Hagar, whatever his name. He's yeah. the guy who can take the faces on and off. He's the one who trained Arya. How yes. does that one sit with you? 
I don't know what he's kind of like getting him to like throw like his partner under the bus here. Yeah, you know I can't I can't speak without Patrick here. He, he's a good teammate. I won't speak without Patrick here. Who's Miss Sandy? He's the, the one that's with the, No, that's Ray the one. girl. Well, see, that's a double whammy. Zero points. There's not going to be any points for sex and nudity with either one of them. They're a couple, mm-hmm. but they can't uh, They can't make their love, you know, because of I will not speak infirmity. without Patrick. All right. You don't want to talk about it. Go ahead, Fabiana. <laughs> what do you think about all this? Nice start for Aria last night, huh? Right out of the gate. Pretty good. So what does she get, 50 points out of that because – she took out fifty people. She takes out. <laughs> she takes out uh, quite a few people. Mm-hmm. She had a great start. Um, was it the Frey family with him? Was that? I yeah, forget. the whole Frey. Yeah. yeah, all the yeah. Freys. She all took of- out Walter and and all of well, not the daughters, but all the people who were involved in the red wedding. So that was good. I had already said uh, that I like Chris Long's roster. Yeah, uh, I like o- overall Long's roster too. That that's a that's a pretty strong roster. You start off, of course, you've got the man, right? You've got John. He's not going to die again, is he? Uh, like you're pretty, you're pretty set with the fact that John. That's a not good. Gonna, that's not an interesting point. Blackman, okay. weigh in on that. I think John Snow. If you're one of the people writing the show week after week, year after year, John Snow has already been killed. Already. So are He's, you going to kill him a second no, time in the no. series? It doesn't seem like. And then to Theon to me is a nice sleeper because. He's got a, Although he's lost uh, he got his manhood, himself. he's got something to prove there. And who knows at the end of this thing, maybe he ends up being the the guy who leads the the iron the uh, you know the Iron Islands. I think John Lowkey is a White Walker. Oh, That's my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. And then Baelish, Baelish, just he, he's got his he's got his fingers in everything. Blackman, you're a very busy man. You have to go. You have to go. All good. You love your movies. Before you run out of here, who? would win in a fight if all the action heroes in movie history, not uh, they're all human. They're all the humans. And Iron Man can't have like his armor. Dark side. That's not a human. And he <laughs> drops his microphone and gets up like that's an answer when it's not an answer at all. Cause dark side, what movie one has he been in Two, He's not human three. He's, uh, I don't know. I would, that's not satisfying at all. And then he's making for the door like he won something. <laughs> just push. I don't know about it. Go. I don't know about it. I don't know about what Blackman just did to us there. All right. Yeah. I, I'm moving on. <laughs> Fabiano, you like Chris Long. Who's going to come in last place in the Fantasy League? So, I actually. Game of Game of Thrones. Game, game. I was not game a big of Thrones, fan game. of Will's team. Oh. And I'm glad he's not here because. He's you know bigger than me. Poor Patrick Claybon. There was th- there was drafting. a few uh, there was a few players on that roster. I, I, Arya had the great start. That's that's terrific. But Samwell, you're not going to get any kills with him. Wait, wait, Most wait, likely, wait. I don't know about that. You're not going to get any sex with him either. I mean, that's definitely not done. true. We've one seen him. Done. We've He's seen done. him make that his was love. it. Wait. That was yeah. That was it. That's all there is, right? Oh, you're, are you talking about which team are you talking about? Which it. That all these teams, it's confusing. Which one is Eddard Spaghetti? Me. Eddie Spaghetti. Huh? Eddie oh, that's yours? Okay, then, yeah, I'm not a big fan of yours. Sam, you're yeah. dead wrong about Sam because Sam not only found Dragonstone, that they have Dragonglass in Dragonstone. You think he's, he's gonna also actually going to use it, though? Million percent. He's going to cure, million percent, he's gonna cure uh, Jorah Mormont, who is there with the Grayscale, and he's also the key to where the Dragonglass is. He's probably the mm-hmm. biggest player 
and killing uh, the White Walkers outside of Bran. I, I, but if he's not physically Jorah. killing them, does he get points? Sure, for he discovered it. He has to get something. I mean, they gave me minus twenty five points for him cleaning up like poop. Right. So I I'm mean, assuming he'll get plus twenty five for finding saying, how I mean, to kill the White Walkers. It's a dirty podcast now. <laughs> if you get points for cleaning turd bowls, then he's the winner. All right. Well, but I mean, that's not part of the scoring system, as far as I can tell. Why? Whoa! Why would you lose points for? How he conducted himself. Apparently, it was a, a demotion, and I <laughs> took up. Uh, I had a tweet at our, our our place fantasizer and figure out why that was. Uh, yes, cause, thanks but. to fantasizer. If you want to run a fantasy yeah. league for Good Game for of Thrones or any other uh, TV show, I saw that they do it for The Bachelor as well, huh? The Bachelor fantasy nope. leagues are huge. If are you ever, I don't play good, them, but if you ever need a good cheat in Bachelor fantasy, you can tweet me because our makeup guru Gina. She also is the makeup guru for The Bachelor. No, Bachelor how about Red. that? So sometimes, and she won't tell me anything, but she's not a good liar. So I'll be like, should I, you know, is this guy a good, a good pick? And I'll like look her in her eyes and she'll start laughing and I can tell. So yeah. if you ever need tips, can't get in. I'm your girl. But yeah, Will and Patrick's uh, team is. Eh, okay. Uh, no, no. Now let's get to the most important thing. What, your team? Yes. Which one is it? There's Shame like, a Sheck. There's like 10 of them here in front of me. Shame a Sheck. House Shame Sheck? Shamashek. I'm saying it right next to you, and you still can't pronounce it. Shamashek. I like it. Remember the shame? Although shame Robin bell, Aaron. Ding, ding. I, I mean, ding. That, every time I say Shamashek, I want to hear the ding bell. Shamashek. <laughs> no, that's not how it goes. It's like more like shame. Uh, wrong. I like Shamashek better. Sounds happier. Shamashek sounds bad. Yeah. Like well, you did something wrong. That's the best thing. The best thing in the history of the show may well be, or top five, is when Cersei got her revenge on that mean nun lady, or whatever you would call her. Yeah. And he he's like, your gods have have left you. They've betrayed you. This is now your god, and the mountain walks in. Yep. And he's and then uh, he does whatever he's going to do with her. And as he as she closes the the dungeon door behind her, she's saying shame. Shame. Mm. I didn't realize Hank's mom was in the show somewhere because that's the same that's accent you use for Hank's mom. That's it. That's what she does. <laughs> yes, Sully. I, I have to say, you guys haven't even mentioned the 2017 Warriors version of Game of Thrones fantasy on here yet. The Unsullied is the 2017 Warriors. We're unstoppable. Mm, wow. Know. What do you think about that? Uh, I mean, the Unsullied, they're going to do some First damage. of all, I have no idea who Alice Karstark is. That's a she, bad start. She, that was another one, too. There's a lot of these names. I'm like, who the hell are these Alice people? Karstark's the young girl that had to re-pledge her allegiance, and she got the, the, she got like 25 the points. 10 or 12-year-old? The Okay. No, 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 no. The, uh, she, this is the no, first time we saw her. Okay, yeah. okay. This is the first time we saw her where oh. she had to re I, uh, allegiance. I had, okay. She's so she got 25. Well, yeah, yeah. that was our last that, that pick. Might be, she just gave us her 25 points. That's that might fine. be all we see of her. Tyrion, Tyrion Lannister. Tyrion is going to rack up points for jokes, drinking. Jokes. Uh, getting demoted. He could end up killing his sister. Could end up killing his sister. That would be That would be a big one right there. It kind of scares Revenge. me. It kind of scares me that Euron Greyjoy promises a present, and I think that present he's going to try to go get Tyrion. So that kind of scares me. So he's mm -hmm. in the crosshairs. Yep, um, that could happen. Braun, I mean, he's going to score points for for fighting, for sex, for drinking. The guy, the guy covers that pretty heavily. That was our third. He's pick. a great character. Mm -hmm. Kono is the. I don't uh, know who that is. He's he's the um, Kono, the, the horse lord uh, bodyguard for uh, uh, Daenerys. Listen to yourself talk. The I horse mean, lord. This is impressive. He's a horse lord. Yeah, he's Great. awesome. You're a and then, horse lord. And then Bran Stark, every single time. 
Bran, every single time we see Bran, he's an automatic 20, 30 points for magic, for for uh, warging, for for flashbacks, money, warriors. I don't even know. All right, so fine. I don't. I I don't know what like Bran Stark is intriguing because he can see things into the future and Do you the get past. Points for that, though? yes. But you what get, does you he get? Fifty points for every single time magic is used. Boom. They make such points. a big deal. Oh, but now I I'd better be prepared because I'm not. Is I'm not the three-eyed ra- magic. Uh, whenever he wargs, it's fifty points. Oh, is that right? Visions are twenty. So every single time we see him, he's gonna and he's and he's the key to the whole series. That was we got him in the second round. That may have been was a mistake to not draft him. Yeah. By oh yeah. Team Shane Warriors stuff. scoring systems very confusing. Yeah, it is. You know. Um. All right. What else, uh, Cindy? Oh, before we get to Melvin Gordon, let's. Uh, Melvin Gordon's coming up here in just a second. Kenosha, Kenosha, Wisconsin. I ran a marathon there. I'm telling you, this guy's delightful. This Melvin. I'm sure Gordon. most people from the Midwest are. I'm telling, but he's on. Un- <laughs> listen, believe me, I matriculated in uh, in Indiana and then resided in uh, Chicago for a decade. After that, I know how delightful the Midwestern people are. But this Melvin Gordon, an unusually uh, swell fella. Do you yeah, agree? Draft him in your fantasy leagues, uh, Damashek. I think he's gonna listen. I think he's gonna have first a good round year. pick, right? Oh, certainly. Yeah, no, right? no doubt about it. I mean, I don't think there's much debate at this point about no that. doubt. Well, unless people go on a wide receiver run. In the first round, then he well, if you're, to the second. Well, but I don't know. What do you think about the first round pick? Yeah, your boy Zeke in a little bit of trouble. We'll see where. I don't oh, know stop. what's going yeah, on there. Yet. I've got people on Twitter already saying, you know, he's got to drop a few spots. Are you kidding me? If he gets two games, I'm not moving him. If he gets three games, I might not move him. Who's the? I, I know I asked you this about a month or six weeks ago. I ask you now too, uh, Cindy. Who is the fourth player? Give me, give me four, five, six, because everybody knows one, two, three. Everybody knows Antonio it's some Brown, order of Lev Bell, Leo David, Jones, David John. Beckham Jr. So it's three Mike receivers. Mike Evans. Those will be the next players that go, and then Shady and A.J. Green will be in that. How much confidence team. do you have in Doug Martin, or do you need to see some stuff on hard knocks or otherwise um, to make you think that he's going to – Weird trend with Martin. Every year he's had high expectations, he's busted. Every year he's gone into a season that no one's really talking about him, he ends up having a good season. So I think he could end up being a pretty decent bargain only because he's going to miss three games. So he's likely going to be out of the loop for the first 50 to 60 picks. So he could end up being a pretty decent bargain. All right. Well, we uh, we now have the green visor here in Studio 66. Are that means poker? Like, what's the No, game? no, no. That means it is time for Cindy Freeland to synthesize it. Go ahead. Synthesize some fantasy. Okay, we, so, there are big things that are, and then there are small things. So, like, and you know, gonna, the, you're going to hear when we go, we, we're doing inside training camp, which means we're going to talk ad nauseum about you. And we're going to sit there all day and, like, maybe these guys behind us aren't going to do anything. So, you're going to hear a lot about, oh, say, Christian McCaffrey. That's my first one. Mm-hmm. So, for me, Christian McCaffrey, okay, so Stanford, he didn't get to go to the mini camps before because Stanford's academic, uh, like, their schedule, he wasn't done with school. So, the rules are you cannot join your pro team until after you're done with school. So he hasn't really played with the team. So it's going to be, that's going to be a big story. I'm I'm breaking Mm. now. You're going to hear this a lot, right? So he wasn't allowed to work with the team. So, you know, they're going to be like, oh, you know, it's Christian McCaffrey. This is going to be totally game changing. You're going to hear a lot about Christian McCaffrey. Well, I think here, this is a really a proxy for new Cam Newton. 
to me. New Cam Newton. New, I agree with this. New Cam Newton. Before you even say it, I agree with where you're headed. Y- you like it? Yes. Oh, good. I like this. All right. So in 2016, Cam threw 35% of his, under 35% of his passes within five yards of the line of scrimmage. That's the lowest in the NFL. So this is a number that you got to get up. So obviously we think of old Cam as rushing out of the zone read. You think of, you know, he, Cam's the runner. That's what Cam does. Well, he's coming off of shoulder surgery, and everyone's like, well, does that mean he's not going to be able to throw? And I think that's kind of the opposite thing here. I think what we're going to see is we're going to see elusive Christian McCaffrey, like we saw in Stanford, catching passes, the short game. And you also have Curtis Samuel at Ohio State, who had 74 receptions over the past two seasons at OSU, which was number one in the nation. So for me, it's now Cam the passer. He's not going to be a passer necessarily but it's going to be cam the passer this is the year i think we see cam set his career passing numbers not the nfl career passing numbers but cam newton's individual career passing numbers and yet and a lot that, of that's that suge- after the catch well but it also says to me what, that right? that ironically he's been a fantasy you know a hall of famer certainly you would think cam you know, was terrific even in his rookie season, an all-time uh, season in in terms well, of fantasy points, years, but he was amazing. But he's not going to be that probably in 2017, precisely because he's going to be throwing the ball more. So I, I think so. To me, the proxy, like when we when we were watching in training camp, let's see what where they line Curtis Samuel up. Let's see where they line Christian McCaffrey up. That's going to give you a big indication of the expectations on camp. If for some reason you see him running a lot, which I I honestly don't think that's what's going to happen here. I think you're going to see Cam with the short passes. You just need to adjust your fantasy expectations, and I think you're totally right from a fantasy point of view. Now, do I think Cam could still run in for a touchdown? Yeah, because I don't know if like a leopard totally changes their spots, right? Like you still he still wants it. So I but. I, I agree, but passes. even that, I do think at some point, and I've argued with uh, with Maurice Jones-Drew many times about this. He says he'll ne- Cam will never be broken of the desire to uh, to to run. Those I think in. if it's a touchdown, he'll want to run it in. But I think in general, I think the bulk of his yards now are going to pr- come from shorter passes that ends up in yards after the catch. I don't know. I'll tell Mike, you. Mike I'll tell you. Adjust with the talent that they've drafted. Anecdotally, yeah. though, you know, this is a, a single example, obviously, but I really do think you know. You watch how Ben Roethlisberger played. I think that's the career trajectory for Cam Newton. He's a he's a more athletic version of Roethlisberger in many ways, and they're both big physical runners who, in their younger days, both really liked uh, you know they you know not being Michael Vick running away from guys. Although Cam has a little bit of that to, at his best, but I think I mean, that I think, like I think so that as an organization, Vick, it's just so it's a different matchup. No, I'm saying like, Roethlisberger and Cam, okay. and yeah. you know, first half of Roethlisberger's career, he was angry anxious to get those touchdowns at some point. They're and, like, and all right, we got to stop having you take those shots. The good thing shots, about man. Cam, too, is that some people are down on him after what was a disappointing uh, 2016. Cynthia said he's coming off of surgery. He's going to end up being on the board in the 8th, ninth, or 10th round, and whoever grabs him there is going to be quite pleased because I see him finishing in the top 10 among quarterbacks. Next, Cindy. All right, so you like that one? Okay. I do. This is another one. And are you, so are you advocating – Christian McCaffrey, I assume. I'm advocating watch where everything, watch how, like, watch we'll the Carolina we'll game plan because I don't think it's going to be as much Jonathan Stewart. I think it's going to be more Christian McCaffrey in this shorter passing game. And you're going to see maybe Jonathan Stewart on maybe first down, second down, but I'm not sure. You got This is one that I'm really interested in. Keep an eye on this. I don't know if I think it's going to be, I think it might be a committee, but I do think that Christian McCaffrey gets those passes. So PPR, I think it's Christian McCaffrey. 
Yeah, and this is a very interesting season because I can't remember one where so many rookie running backs have a shot to make an impact, both for their teams and for our fantasy football teams. Not only guys like Leonard Fournette who are going to come in and be the featured back for their his respective team, the Jacksonville Jaguars, but also other runners coming in and potentially putting a dent into a veteran's carries. Dalvin Cook in Minnesota. That, the You've guy who got nobody Kareem, talks about Kareem for some Hunt reason. There in Kansas City. Dalvin Cook is the oh. one who people continue to I'm pass about to over. Talk about him. Dalvin Cook? <laughs> is that right? I'm actually talking about Kyle Rudolph, but go ahead. I, I mean, I, I, I do want to hear about that because Dalvin Cook somehow – because he slipped in the draft somehow, he's slipped everybody's minds for I, some reason. I, I feel like I and, don't. I don't know that is, is true. But I mean, if you think about Sam Bradford, check down Charlie Supreme. I mean, you know that stands to reason he can catch the ball. Obviously, Cook, Dalvin Cook. I, I think he's in if store he can for a be big proficient one. as a pass protector, he could be a three down back. The one issue with him is what once they get into the red zone, do they give the ball to Latavius Murray, who's coming off of ankle surgery? But you don't move up in the second round to draft this kid not to play him. I'm He'll confident that backfield. I'm confident that if my eyes can see the difference in pedigree between Latavius Murray and Dalvin Cook, so too will sure. the coaches in uh, Minnesota. No Next up. I do think they're like, when they when Mike Zimmer says something, though, he might be tricking us. Like, I, he said something about a month ago about Kyle Rudolph developing as a, a blocker, and he's already actually a very good in pass pro. He's good against the run, too. He's not used very often in those situations. In fact, last year he had 120 targets, which was second most amongst tight ends. 83 catches, 840 yards, seven touchdowns. Great season. Number one in red zone targets. He had 25. 15 of those were catches. And I think the storyline you're going to hear coming out of Minnesota is who's the quarterback. You're going to hear about, like, what's going on with Teddy Bridgewater? What's going on with Sam Bradford? And maybe you're going to hear about Dalvin Cook, who did have 57 receptions over the past two seasons at Florida State. And then, look, Latavius Murray looked it up for us, just to, just to be clear, 43 last season with the Raiders, so 43 receptions. So these short passes, it's going to be like, oh, what's going on? Is Sam Bradford, whatever. So I looked into it a little bit deeper, and Bradford was already number five, like fifth most in passes under 10 yards, and that's so that's kind of probably not going to change, right? But he was number 26 in intermediate passes, 11 to 15 yards. So I think what they did was I think they shored up some of those shorter passes by getting Latavius Murray and Dalvin Cook, and I think now that actually frees up Kyle Rudolph to catch even more passes, especially when they tell you out loud when Mike Zimmer's like, he's going to be used for blocking. We're, he's, he's a blocker now, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, I want to see what goes on with the Dalvin Cook, with the Latavius Murray, but I'm sneaky watching what they do with tight ends. And I don't think it's going to be Kyle Rudolph showing us things in preseason or anything like that, but it's just just keep an eye on what the formations are because I think that 11 to 15, in fact, depending on what I see going you know, in, in training camp and in preseason, Kyle Rudolph, and I know I'm going to get some some flack for this, um, could be my number one tight end. Wow. Above Rob Gronkowski. Boom, boom, pow. Them you might get some grief style. for that. Wow. Bring it. Who's, you know, this is like, there's, a lot of, there's a lot to go around in New England. Well, I mean, I, 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 I hate when, when people just roll over. The worst is when people pick and we will we're about to see it in the next month or so everyone will be asked here all everybody will be asked who's going to the Super Bowl about half the people who submit their answers here will say last year's Super Bowl I think there's like a top five and then there's a big difference and then my third point here 
Go ahead. Go ahead. Some rookie tight ends that I'm I'm going to be really watching because they have severe quarterback question marks. And when you have severe quarterback question marks, I like to think about these, like who's the best matchup on the field and it's the tight end, right? So you've got two. You've got David Njoku in yep. Cleveland. Yep. He, not sure exactly who his quarterback is. He was from Miami. He's 6'4". He's a big kid. Great pick. And then Adam Shaheen, which is kind of a sleeper for most people. He went to the Bears. Yep. He came from a small college in Ohio. He's six foot seven. He's just gigantic. And he scored like a bajillion touchdowns. Zach Miller's coming off of injuries. Yeah, I like Zach Miller a ton, but I, I honestly think it's going to be – they're going to have to figure out – who they're throwing the ball to. And yes, Cam Meredith is going to be there in Chicago, but that's a much, if I'm, if, if you're going with the potential rookie or you have a lot of questions that what's going on, Mike Glennon, I, I haven't seen him play in a while. So you got to, that's one thing I'm really watching who becomes the emergent. Cause I think, like I said, if you don't get one of those top few tight ends, wait, and then get one of these guys at the end. Yeah, Joku, Adam he could end up Joku, being yeah. all rookie tight ends and targets this year. Yep. Because Cleveland, of course, uh, they released Gary Barnage. And, and Joko's the guy on the top of that depth chart, and, and I don't think there's any question about that right now. Um, now I, I completely random. Good insight there, Cindy. Good job uh, synthesizing and in advance of training camp. Synthesize this. This doesn't have to be your synthesize next. Synthesize this. You don't have to synthesize it now, but I want you to start thinking about it. It doesn't even have to be your next subject. Fabiano, I'm interested in this too. Okay. Last week, oh, we should play that back too, by the way. We won't do it on this show because we still have Melvin Gordon, but – Deion Sanders and I had uh, kibitz done I watched uh, that. on Total Access. Well yes, done, so Dave. good. Well and, done. Nice, Dave. And um, he threw at me. It was the, the question was, who would you rather have for 2017? And people get it sideways. It's not like it's a career review or anything like that. Who do you want in the calendar year 2017 under center? Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady? I say Aaron Rodgers. <clears throat> and Dion said, do you think, and then it was a little, you know, looking back over the course of Brady v. Rodgers of their respective careers, he said, how many rings do you think Aaron Rodgers would have? Would, would, would Aaron Rodgers have been successful in, in New England on the level that Tom Brady has been? And I said, I think probably yes. But the other side of that question, I think, is almost more interesting. What if you put Tom Brady in, New, in Green Bay? What if would he have won all those five division titles? They've made the playoffs eight straight years. I know that the that the Patriots aren't necessarily the most stacked roster year after year, but I feel like Aaron Rodgers really carries that team sometimes. Do you think you could synthesize that if you took high end QBs and mixed and matched and put them in different situations? How they might who who might win out? Who's who's beyond uh, system or who you know who thrives no matter what kind of guy my immediate question back to you would be who's their coach because what I would argue is that Bill Bill Belichick comes up with a plan that suits Tom Brady's specific skill set and the other people around him the wide receivers and the running backs that they're working with and I think that Aaron Rodgers, I mean, if they're too, they're very different. Aaron Rodgers outside of the pocket is ridiculous. Like, it doesn't get much better than him scrambling, right? And it, it, Tom Brady, we don't see him do that as often. So we don't really have – it's not – it's like apples and bananas, right? It's not even apples and oranges. It's So I don't know – like, to me, there's a lot to do with system that is a factor in it, even though, you know, they're both – like, now you're you're choosing between, like, do you like Maserati's or a- Bugatti's better? You know, sure. like, it's a preference thing. But it'd be hard to do because – the, this, the coach has come up with a system that really is tailored 
to both of them. In fact, I would argue if you put Aaron, if you had Bill Belichick coaching Aaron Rodgers, I, I'd love to see what happened there. I, I guess maybe we could go back to then what Dion asked and use that question and plug in several names. What would happen? It'd be great. I, I'd like you know not just the high end QBs, but mediocre QBs. Would Andy Dalton win a title if he had it, it, over the over the course of his career to this point? Would he have won at least one Lombardi if he had been under center instead of Tom Brady hmm. for the last what six seasons or so? So I would, think Andy Dalton is underrated. Would, I don't would Ben Roethlisberger oh, win no, a no. title? How many would he win? Would Eli Manning win titles if he were under center? Well, let's look at the year that Brady was injured, right? I mean, they missed the playoffs, although they did win 10 games or 11 games with Matt Castle at quarterback, right? Smart point. Aaron Rodgers is the better quarterback right now. He, if I went into this season, and you know my head is always in the whole fantasy world, so I'm always thinking points and touchdowns, but just skill set right now, arm strength, that pass that he threw to Jared Cook against my beloved Cowboys in the playoffs last year will haunt me forever. And the fact that Cook actually caught the darn ball will haunt me even more. But Cook doesn't get enough credit for that. Is, no, <laughs> that, 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 that is, I, I mean, they're going like to like him in Oakland. I don't know Derek if that's a throw Brady could make. And, eh, look at that Edelman. But with that, being, mean, but with that being said, potato, potato. Uh, Tom Brady has is, is got arguably the greatest coach ever in, in, in Bill Belichick. It, it, so. At minimum, it, it leads me to this. I feel like, because I've always, you know, who needs whom more, Brady, Belichick, or vice versa, and you really ultimately, I guess, can't separate the two guys, but it is, it, it, it does make me lean Belichick over Brady. If you had to have one, who's the essential uh, human well, being in that, in, in that organization? Well, control over the team, right? Like, when I talked about earlier, when I talked about this power struggle, like the GM or the, I think Belichick in that system has the the biggest say over personnel. Okay, so but different case, ownership, different different right. structures. But if he, of have, a, if he just were like, here's some players, like some, some coaches are in that situation. Here are the chips, now, you know, play the game. And I don't know if, in, in New England, it's a, like, look at, they're balanced. Look if at, you were going to, how about, how about you do it this way? You're going to put a big wheel. You're going to, you're you're going to put a big wheel with all 32 teams labeled on it. First one, Tom Brady. You spin it. Wherever it lands, it's one, oh, one, there's one arrow named Brady, one arrow named Belichick. When I spin that wheel, one arrow is going to point at one team, another arrow. You don't know which one it's going to be. Who are you more confident is going to win the Super Bowl in the next three years? Belichick. In their primes, in their respect, Belichick. I mean Brady. Say he's twenty-eight. Belichick. Right. I mean Brady's not. I mean, look, he's not even on the field half the half the game, right? Like, if I want the the person that's orchestrating everything, like to me, you're just going to the source. Like, it, you're. It's like you're asking me, is the CEO more important than your president? Eh. You know, like the CEO is the president's boss, and in some ways, yes. Right? Is that how it works in corporate America? I didn't know that. Well, if you have yeah. a CEO and a president, I don't know. Uh, often, I, don't, yeah, I, so I didn't like, pay attention when I was well, in corporate organizational America. structures, <laughs> different podcast, but but ultimately, it's like you know, if if I mean Tom Brady's not on the field for the defense, it's it's really hard to say either one. My brain say- is very confused by this, and this is coming from my brain, so I can't imagine what anybody <laughs> else is thinking about it, but you did great work uh, trying to figure out what I was saying there, both of you. Fabs and uh, Cindy, we appreciate it, and uh, Will Blackman joining, um, and uh, the the dopes behind the glass as well, Eddard and uh, the Unsully chiming in on Game of Thrones. But now, though, it is time for the main event. We spoke with him a couple of days ago. Now, here are the results. Let's get to know 
the Melvin of Dragons, number 28 of your Los Angeles Chargers. Let's find about him. Let's find about the pending fate of the 2017 Chargers. It's Melvin Gordon. All right, let's start it off properly, though. Seated to my immediate left here in Studio 66, superstar. That's right, I'm going to say superstar. Appreciate it. After the sophomore (laughs) year there in San Diego, he and his pals are coming about two hours north to Los Angeles this autumn. It's Melvin Gordon. What's going down, man? What a pleasure to see you again. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I saw you in Houston. We kibitzed about this, that, and the other. And I'm not going to, you know, because you see the sign (laughs) over the door that's not there that says uh, the cardinal rule here in Studio 66. No jive. We don't jive each other. Okay. There's not enough time for for nonsense and empty platitudes. Let's be straight with each other. And I want to let you know that from this side, I fell very much in love that day. I said, this Melvin Gordon's a different character. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm a little different than what people think. Yeah, yeah you got the you, – well, you even got gray hair. Like yeah, you got, I got a uh, – you know, you just – you got to have a little – you know, you got to be different every once in a while, man. So you got – but you got – what would you call those, dreads? Uh, It's like hair wrapped around my actual hair, you know, instead what? of – What? Yeah, it, it's a lot going on. But it's a way so I don't have to dye and my hair falls out like it did before. So wait a second. So you grow <laughs> out the dreads. Those are real, yeah, these right? these are real, for sure. And then somebody takes string and wraps it around your Pretty hair much. to give it a color. Yeah. Why gray? Uh, I just wanted to do a different color. Okay, okay. I, I've done, um, I did blonde before, wasn't fitting me, mm. and uh, <laughs> I just wanted to try, like, red or something, but I was just like, uh, I'll just go play. Well, Southern California, all right, fine. People are, are a little looser, but how did that kind of business go over in Wisconsin? Seems like the cheeseheads might be a little more conservative. Yeah, you know, you know, when you're in Cali, you, ch- you change up a little bit, man. It's a little different, you know? Mm-hmm. You adapt to your surroundings. All right, let's we, we, we have much to cover. Let's talk about all of it. And uh, I, I see uh, that uh, your, your cat your summer dressed here. Do you lift? <laughs> yeah, I lift. You lift weights. Good, <laughs> yeah. good. Can I ask you something that might make you a little uncomfortable? What's up, man? You're a, you're a, you're a physical runner. Right. You know, I back in Wisconsin. You know, I'm a Big Ten guy. I watched okay. you playing there with the Badgers and. Uh, you know, I see you in the and, and, and you finish every run. Yeah. It seems like you're one of those guys. Like Zeke Elliott is another guy who likes to to punish the defender for trying to tackle him, right? Yeah, swag, man. That's you. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a big physical guy. Your you, your stature is striking. Like when you walk into the room, you're like <laughs> six one, six two, yeah. right? Yeah. Can tell you lift, but the the legs are kind of skinny. True or no? It's my calves, man. Yeah. It's my calves. I I rep four or five ten times yesterday. I don't know what that means, but all right. In the squat. Oh, okay. In the squat, man. Yeah. My legs are my legs are a decent size. My calves, though. Yeah. What are we gonna do? About I, that? I, it's, it's nothing I could do. Since I was little, I used to do calf raises. Nothing. Nothing I could do by my ankles, man. I'm just born this way. I gotta double up on my socks. You ever hear about guys though? I I remember one of the Chicago Bears. His name was uh, Ken Marjoram. He wore black shoes out on the field, and he said the reason he did that was because it made him look slower. Maybe this is like this lulls the defense into a false sense of security. Wait, this guy's the physical runner, right? And they look at those legs like, I hey, will make quick work of him, right? And then you then you make them pay all day for it. Hey, man, that's what I got to do, man. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, if someone got a bright ideal or some socks that can make your calves and ankles look bigger, mm-hmm. 
find me, man. I I will definitely sponsor you guys. I mean, I'll I'll do whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Help me out a little bit, huh? That's a good cottage industry for some uh, for someone out there listening right now. Yeah, like, man. I my goal is to make his ankles look a lot thicker yeah, than what they are. Yeah, my coach used to make fun of me every day. <laughs> he told me don't wear don't wear sandals I'm, and wear socks and sweats every day. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, so you move from uh, one year removed from the Rams moving from St. Louis. That's uh, obviously a longer move, uh, or you know, miles wise. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, different yeah. lifestyle, all that playing in St. Louis. But nevertheless, it feels like, and I'm not saying the Rams used it as an excuse, but what you hear all the time is, "Man, oh man, it is very tough to take an off season in which you move in an entire franchise," and. Oh, going into has it, has it seemed tough? I mean, now you're at training camp, just about. I mean, yeah. to this point, has it seemed like, man, this is throwing my life completely out of whack? You're human beings; you have to yeah. move at minimum. You have to find new house and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, the Chargers, I think they made um, things a lot easier for us. They had, uh, you know, people come in and move our stuff for us, um, pack everything up. Oh, really? Yeah, I was gonna I, say, if yeah. you need help moving, uh, <laughs> I can offer some people yes, behind uh, the glass. I mean, okay. I'm not personally; I got, I'm a busy yeah. man, you know. Uh, but I, but. Eddie Spaghetti back there, he lifts weights. Like, oh, he could help man. you move. Well, I got, need. like, an a 80-inch TV, but, I mean, you, oh. you could carry that if you want to. That'd be nice. Ladies can, though, you know. Yeah, they, no, they can chip in. They're, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, uh, they're they're from tough stock, you know. <laughs> they break it. I need a 90-inch. Okay. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair because he warned you up front, so you can't make excuses after the fact. So has it, so they help you move and all this. So it, has it disrupted your life? No, I, I don't think it was, it's been too bad. I mean, the, the – I mean, the hardest part was finding a place. Um, for me, finding a place that was close, um, that was nice. Um, Where'd you go? Where'd you uh, I'm in uh, Costa Mesa. No, I mean the actual address. Can you just tell oh, me? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> no, I'm going to make sure I say that one. But the houses here are expensive, man. Really? That much worse from San Diego? I mean, I mean, San, I was in an apartment, so I mean, in San Diego. Um, but they were pretty expensive there too. But just Cali in general, man. Yeah. You know, for just your money, man, it's just like ah, that's because people like the apartment. ocean. You see, they like the weather, the ocean. What do what, what are you? You come from Wisconsin? Are you a lake guy or an ocean guy? Oh, I like the ocean, man. Yeah, I like the ocean, man. It's it's real nice. I, in San Diego, I mean, it's so beautiful there. I mean, honestly, one of the best places I've ever been. Hmm. Um, but I just like go down there. You, you know, you had that option to go down to the ocean and just, you know, sit and just vibe and go on a pier. People are, you know, super nice there. So it's dope, you know. I like, well, listen, I, a lake is nice, especially yeah. if you have a friend who has a boat and you can do the water skiing. I mean, that's a fun activity. But to me, I mean, when people try to make a case for a lake over the the ocean yeah, moves, yeah. you know, like it's a you frolic in the sea yeah, before you know, like two hours have passed, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's nice, man. I mean, I don't go out too far. Um, I be, you know, I'm not fond of the sharks. No. Yeah, so I I stay where you know, or you know, where I could I could still run in place and run in the water. Mm-hmm. I don't go out there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, it's funny because we've been talking to a lot of guys this off season about this, and you mentioned a shark, and you, you, you're not a fan of them. What uh, is the largest animal that you think you could beat in a fight? The largest animal I think I could beat in a fight. Wow. You know what? I'm not gonna go past a dog. A dog. Because I'm scared of everything. Yeah. A crocodile. I seen an old man try to fight a crocodile. Well, who would do that? That's I mean, crazy. I don't know what he was thinking. I mean, what you got in mind? 
Well, I mean, I don't know. I just, it's an interesting subject. I'm when you say shark, I know I couldn't beat a shark can't even a on shark. land. Can't beat a shark. Even on land, I couldn't can't beat, beat it. it. Yeah. I'm too scared. Not with my bare hands, I couldn't do it. Is there what's the what NFL mascot do you think you could beat in a fight? Like you wouldn't be able to beat a giant cuz you know, he's a giant. He would just step on you. Yeah. But although you're fast, so you might be able to avoid yeah, him, but yeah. it's it's inevitable. He's eventually going to you know, what are you going to do about that? Nothing. A titan is He's like a mythical uh, god, you know, who's probably immortal, so you yeah. can't beat him. Even if you do, saint, like, you know, he's like, he's like a ghost, essentially, right? Yeah. And he's yeah. good-natured, and so you'd be bad. You got, like, the falcons or something. Like, you could, you could, you could take them down. People hunt them every day. I don't day. know about People that. hunt them every day. But you're not – But I, I can get I – can, This I is can. your bare mitts. This, you, this, you got to use your hands for this. Yeah. Well, <sighs> yeah, Catch him? Yeah. Hey, man. Not a bear, not a lion, not a lion. Um, you could beat a steeler. That's just a steel worker. Just, yeah, yeah, they're easy. We're not even. Well, let's not get too. Let's not. I mean, <laughs> I come from that part of the country. There, there's some tough guys. My my Still grandfather bad. was a steel working man. Is that they got rough hands, man? They probably choke you up. Okay. What if I? Oh, I, I don't know. My grandfather versus Melvin yeah. Gordon in a fight. A colt? What is that? A horse? Nah. A colt's like a baby horse. Yeah. Oh, you get nah. Uh, I don't see that working either. Mm-hmm. Kick you might be a little over. Viking, yeah. Yeah, Viking, yeah. He's get well. I assume he's gonna get to bring his uh, his sword to the to the mix too. Anyway, listen. <laughs> we'll, we'll 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 revisit that if we have more time. Um, Phil Rivers is a fascinating character to yeah, me. He's yeah. one of the great. You know, most quarterbacks in the NFL are very conditioned, and they get it early. I don't know who, who pulls them aside and says, like, hey, now that you're in the NFL and you're the, you're the main man of the organization or whatever, don't say anything. Like, don't say anything that comes within five miles of bulletin board material for anybody else except Phil Rivers. He's yeah. the exception, right? He's, yes, he, he, he wears it. He's, a, he's the genuine article. He's Phil, man. I love Phil for that, though. No, me too, I of course. He just he, – I've never seen so – like, I've been – in the game, lining up, um, laughing before I had to run a play before. He just the tra- like he talks trash without cursing. I I've never met anyone that's able to make you laugh, talk really good, good good trash talker without cursing. The whole game? Uh most most of the time. Who's he who's yeah. he like to target? Uh DBs. Line, linebackers. Ah. Uh uh, a couple D linemen, but he talks to everybody. He he talks trash to everybody. Does he I, set I, talk to you guys? I mean, he he'll he'll a couple throw a couple jokes here and there. I mean, honestly, your your mind is rambling, so you never really remember it after. But it's a couple times where he he had a couple jokes, and then like I'm lining up laughing, like before the play started. It was pretty funny. Does he make uh, the like you know rookies get certain kind of uh, assignments? You know, does he make the rookies watch his kids? Uh- <laughs> Maybe the quarterback rookies that that come in or something, but uh, I think he's pretty good on everybody else. But um, nah, nah, I don't think he has anyone. <laughs> they, um, I don't know if you know, at NFL Network they do the the uh, top 100 list every year. Yeah, you know? and uh, Phil Rivers in my book was way too low. He was, yeah. I mean, disrespected. Yeah. Like this guy yeah. to me. Well, I'm not going to tell you what I think. I didn't care for where he was on the list. Yeah. Casey Hayward jumped in on Twitter. And we had him on the show to talk up Phil Rivers a little bit. 
I where where, where do you come? I say Hall of Famer. Let's yeah, play yeah. it now. Let's, Hall let's, or nothing. We yeah. do it now. Will yeah. he get a gold jacket when it's all said? Most definitely. You think so? Most definitely. Most definitely, without question. You know the strike against him is that he doesn't have that Lombardi. Yeah. What does it feel like knowing going into the 2017 season that the world over has anointed the Oakland Raiders as the uh, as the champs of the AFC West already? You guys are playing for a wild card, apparently. It's it's annoying, uh, you know, to say the least, man. I don't like it. Um, but you know, we gonna get doubted. I mean, we had a couple years that weren't so good. Um, but Phil was telling me it was a, it was a uh, a point in time where they beat the. You know, beat the Raiders six years in a row. I think he said five or six years in a row. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah, you know, I haven't had a chance to beat the Oakland Raiders yet, um, but we gonna we gonna get a victory in there now. I think you know, and I'm not saying this because you're sit, uh, sitting to my immediate left. I legitimately think that every everybody who's just decided the Raiders yeah. they had they had a very good season last year. Who yeah. knows what happens if Derek Carr's leg doesn't get broken right at the end there, but. Nevertheless, like you said, the thing that's that's haunted you guys is the injury thing. But at some point, to play cynic, is the injury thing like what's well, not just flukes? Like maybe the are the is the organization do are they taking guys that are somehow injured? I mean, I've heard legitimate people say that that maybe they're not taking the right kind of guys if they have that many injuries all the time. No, man. I mean, I think we just you know just unfortunate, just man. bad luck. I think we just unfortunate. I mean, I don't see us. I mean, doing anything that, you know, could have caused that. Um, but we got a whole, a whole new coaching staff now, so that should be put to ease. You know, mm-hmm. things are completely different now. So, I mean, if we go this whole season, no one gets hurt, then I guess you can blame it on that then, you know. But until then, you know, I think it's just football. Honestly, it's just some freak accidents. Stuff mm-hmm. just happens, so. What do you think about uh, the the like when I think of Phil Rivers? The thing that I don't care for is that you guys went to the White Hats a while ago before you got to San Diego. Why don't you go? Where, where do you come to? You're a man of high style, clearly. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a fashionista myself, as you know, because you didn't say it back to me. But usually, you know, when people compliment you, yeah. Melvin, it's nice to say it back. Well, you also <laughs> are, you know, like you didn't even ask me if I lift, you know, which do you- I don't. No, I don't. No, I don't. But that don't worry about what I do. <laughs> now, listen, what about the uniform? Shouldn't you go? You've seen. You've been around. You know what they used to look like, the black numbers yeah, on the yeah. hat. That's should, a nice look. We should have some alternate uniforms. And actually, I talked to Bob. I think he's a, he is the the head um, equipment guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, because they have all the helmets. Um, right. Up, and I was like, man, like, why won't, you know, we change it up a little bit, get some yellow pants or something, how they used to do it. You know, yeah, white. talking. And I was like, let's, let's change it up a little bit. And he just said, you know, that they – you know, the, the the guys like the look. You know? I know. So. Well, here's here's what I'll tell you. If you if nothing else, if you put the black numbers on the hat, that's a big step. That's Think a, how cool that a, looks. I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I like. Um, Game of Thrones. Are you a viewer? I I like it, man. I actually I actually I was I used to hate it, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I, the first episode I watched, I was like, eh, you know, nah. But then I I was training in Houston. And uh, obviously, I don't know anything in Houston. You know, I've never been there. It was my first time there. So I just sat in the house all day. So I was like, How'd you wind up there? Like, you make it sound like it was just like, I don't know. I just appeared in Houston. Where? Why, how'd I get here? Well, you know, my favorite running back, you know, he trained there. So I was like, oh. Earl Campbell. Who's your favorite running back? Adrian Peterson. Oh, so he was training there, okay. and I was like, "Man, I'm going to train where he's going." So you, that's funny out. you say that because <laughs> your running styles are are approximate. I mean, in the you know in the ballpark of one another, sure, you're man. you're both great athletes, but yeah. punishing runners yeah, as man. well. 
So I was like, man, I just wanna, I just wanna go and train with him. But nonetheless, I was just bored. I've never been to Houston, so I was like, okay, I, I need a show to watch to kind of kill time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, let me try this Game of Thrones. I uh, watched the first episode. I was like, okay. Watched the second episode. I was like, oh, okay. Watched the third one. Hooked. Yeah. I was hooked. And I went through all the – I haven't watched it in a year because I've been waiting on the next season. So I kind of, you know, um, what is her name, Khaleesi? Or- yeah, but you're all the way up to speed oh, is what God. you're saying. Oh, yeah. I watched, I watched it all the way through. I couldn't stop watching it. Can I tell you something? Your lifting partner over there who's going to help you move <laughs> Eddie Spaghetti would be more than happy to team up with you in our game of Game of Thrones fantasy league. We can do that. We definitely can do that. All right. I'm for Consider that. it done. Consider it done. All right. You're in the fantasy league, too. You join uh, you a gag. Uh, Maurice Jones-Drew okay. has the great real passion for it. So, Adrian Peterson over Maurice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I won't, I'm not going to let him know about that. That's fine. Um, what else do I want to ask you while we still have you here? So, um, Los Angeles, welcome to it. I think you and I should team up. Because you have uh, gone ahead. I was going to offer to help you find the right house, you know? Yeah. What house is going to suit Melvin Gordon, you know? But now you've already done it. <laughs> Let's find another teammate, maybe Bosa. He's a, we know from last year he takes a long time yeah. to get around to doing some stuff. But like, I think he has a house, man. Does he already? I told him, you know, if we could split rent, if I could, you know, if he can give me a room, but I don't think he's for it. Wait, Bosa has to house you? <laughs> hey, man, look. He went three. I went fifteen, man. So you know, <laughs> is that big a difference, huh? <laughs> yes, it is. Boy, oh boy! But how about that defense? That you guys oh suddenly have. If you guys, I mean, again, it's always the injuries thing. But if you guys are right, you guys are. I, I really scary. feel like the defense is We're loaded. Scary, man. We're scared, and it's so good that we get to go up. We got some young guys, some young old linemen. Yep, that get to go up against some some big dogs up front. That's the trick, right? It's yeah. the offensive line. If you have a sound offensive line, I really feel like the sky's the limit. Sky's the guys, limit, right? If, if if Big Slauson can get those young guys on board, um, and get them up to speed as as quick as we need them to be, um. I, the sky is the limit, man. I think that's 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 just the only that's 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 the missing piece right now. And uh, I think after having Sloss in here for a year and bringing some young guys in, he could mentor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they already got that grit to him, which I like. Oh, really? I like grit because at Wisconsin we had that grit. And uh, I think yeah, that, is that weird? By the way, speaking of offensive line, is it weird being in the NFL and playing behind an offensive line that's smaller than the one you played behind in uh, Wisconsin? <laughs> Definitely different. <laughs> those guys were man. Those guys in Wisconsin was uh, they was they were different, man. <laughs> you got it. And by the way, that Wisconsin running back pseudo curse thing, like you're breaking it, right? Yeah. Me and James, man, James White, we both we we That's making right. it a premium. We're making That's it funny a premium James- to break that a premium. So you guys actually acknowledge that? That's the yes. Case. Last thing for you, we've been asking a lot of guys this one, things in life that are important that in the 21st century everybody agrees on, the tiers, the tiers of life. Are you ready? Whatever you put in first position, you can have whenever you want for the rest of your life. Okay. Second position, once every three weeks. Third position, once every three months. The fourth one, you never get to have it again. Ready? TV, sex, Italian food, booze. Sex. <laughs> Pizza. You know. And you said the first one is what? Meatball. Whichever you want. Do you want to see TV every day? Then that's got to be your first position. But then you don't get any Italian food until at So most. if sex goes first, sex, yeah. you have you to You can have, have that whenever you want for the rest of your life. Okay, that's one. One. Okay. 
Okay, that's definitely one. Right. Okay, um, then you have then two. What was the what's what's the the meaning of two? Once every three weeks. Then what's three? Once every three months. Holy, holy yeah, think about it, because I will hold your feet to the fire on this. So once you answer, TV piece of booze. Oh, really? Italian food? Never again. Never gonna eat a pizza. You're never gonna have a veal parmigiana. You know. Never a Caesar salad. Uh. It, it'll be tough when I go home because my best friend is Italian and his mm-hmm. Nana makes amazing Italian food. Yeah, well, sorry, that's can't eat pressure, it, Nana. That's sorry. when the pressure kicks in, man. I don't want to be rude, <laughs> but I made a pact. I can't do it, you know? Yeah, yeah. But you did it to yourself, Melvin. Hey. You see, what's your list? By the way, one more thing for you. Mine got, well, listen, I'm an old man. I got rid of sex. I said I've done enough things. No, nothing yeah, we're young good, man. Nothing good is coming for, uh, coming from sex at this point for me, you know? I'm like Phil Rivers with the band. It's enough already, it's you know so, what okay. I'm saying? One last thing uh, that I realized last year. Had, do you and Ingram talk about the fact, like, we are bucking the odds in, on an NFL roster that we have two Melvins, two high-end Melvins. When does that ever happen in man. sports history? Never. So what we was trying to do, Melvin. Since I'm on air, I'm on air. I'm yeah, on. you're on. You're on. Okay, Eminem, right? Melvin and Melvin, Eminem. If y'all listening, <laughs> let's work some out. That's you interesting. Know, Melvin just got the, you know, the big contract. I'm up and coming, Eminem. I mean, we can get this thing rolling. So I'm glad I'm on air. I can talk this. I can talk to you guys. I hope you watch. I know someone. In the Eminem Corporation watching this. So, come on, let's work some I, I mean, listen, I, I, pre- I you know <laughs> yeah. what? I like your I mean, marketing it's not, instincts. It's not that, that bad, huh, Eminem? Not bad. It's excellent. It's excellent. Huh? You know what you really got lucky with is that whoever was around you growing up never said, like, no, not Melvin, Mel. Mel would be weird, right? Yeah, Mel is Mel like is definitely weird. You got to be like fifty-seven and bald if yeah. you're Mel. And he's Melvin Ingram the third, and I'm Melvin Gordon the third, which is interesting as well. Melvin. What a We're both the third. That's we learned a lot here. Melvin Ingram, do, Mel, Melvin Ingram, Melvin Gordon does lift weights. We, you know, he's already settled into Los Angeles. <laughs> where he, you know, he's not going to be able to eat Italian food, so I won't get to introduce him to the best <laughs> Italian food in Los Angeles. However, he and Eddie Spaghetti are the newest members of uh, the man. Fantasy League. That's My good. Man. That's good. Melvin Gordon, listen. Stay healthy. Tell the whole team to stay healthy yeah. this year. Have a great year. Enjoy Los Angeles and uh, anything we can do for you around yeah, these man. parts. Stay Remember the black numbers, too. Oh, yeah. Tell them about yeah, the I'm black a, I'm, a talk, I'm really good with the equipment, guys. So Is that right? I'm going to see if they can talk to the talk to the head guys up front and in and, and the front office and see if we can work out, man. If you need – yeah. Well, if you need me, because I am the uniform monitor. I don't know if you've – I'm sure you've okay. heard my name bandied about the league. You know, like this guy knows <laughs> everything about uniform. I can help if, okay. if you need me to push it across the line. Now, now if we – if we so happen to change up the jerseys a little bit, I need you to, you know, promote our promote us a little bit. Uh, you know I will. You know I will, Eminem. Big Melvin Gordon picture retweeted with the uniform. Let's do it, Eminem. We'll do it all. All right, there he goes. Melvin Gordon, go. Do go do your fancy scene. <laughs> There's more uh, action coming at you in just a second here as you as you head out the door. Okay, man. Now let's get it over to sideline reporter Savvy, who's standing by with Melvin Gordon. All right, Melvin, nice to catch up with you. Fancy running into you right here outside of the studio. How'd it go in there? It went well, man. He's a great guy, great character, man. I, I like his questions. You like his questions. How are serious. those? It wasn't all serious, man. It was loosen up, man. It, it's, it's, I like it. It's different. It was different than other interviews. Yeah, we got to cut to the chase here. Who's taking the Iron Throne? 
big season coming up. Are you talking about us? Are you talking about Game of Thrones? I'm trying to figure out which you. <laughs> We're talking Game of Thrones. Oh, you talking Game of Thrones? I don't. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. It's really anyone's game here, so just throw a name out there. I mean, Khaleesi might, you know, keep it or, or you know, take that. She got the dragon, so. Yeah, we're two for two on Khaleesi today, so I think I think Khaleesi's on on the lead. It's hard with the dragons. I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping the daughter though. You know, I'm hoping she uh, the smallest one. I'm hoping she can, you know, this said this next season. I hope she get a bigger bigger storyline, and she she boss up and uh, you know. Oh, take, that's a take, take that throne. I, I would love to see her sitting on it. That's an interesting take right there. I like it. Okay, and going back to your roommates, it sounds like you're kind of in the hunt for a roommate just because prices prices in Los Angeles is pretty high. What about Bob, the equipment guy? It sounds like you got a pretty good relationship. Yeah, that's my guy. That is my guy. Um, that's my guy. We could definitely work something out. Yeah, let let me know how that goes. I think I, you know, just from the conversation, I think it sounds like Bob would be a good roommate for you. Bob would be a good roommate. You know, free charger gear for the family, uh, anytime I want. Um, you know, that's on hand. You know, I'm pretty sure he has a. We have a closet full of charger gear anytime um, for anyone. So that'd be perfect. Yeah, forget Joey Bosa, Bob, Bob Equipment Manager. Yeah, I mean, I, I think. <sighs> Bosa crew would be a bit nicer, but, um, you know, having Bob would be very convenient for us. Well, maybe you supply the place and he just he helps out with the rent. We could do that, too. He could do that, too. Bob, my man, so we, we could work something out. All right, Bob, here you go. You heard it from Melvin right here, roommate in the hunt. Thank you, and back to you, Dave. Well done, sideline reporter Savvy, and well done, Melvin Gordon. Well done, everybody. Cindy Freeland, Michael Fabiano, Will Blackman, the dopes behind the glass. All terrific stuff. Never we get have, sick of that music. We, uh, I never do. Glory. Favorite dance NFL music. NFL films music awesome. makes me boogie, makes me want to go out and play football. We'll have another show for you coming up later in the week. Football season is going to be back in a little more than that. Here, brother. In a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, I love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.